Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. You know, as believers, we are to strive toward spiritual maturity. It would be nice if we had some sort of a little gauge attached to us that would tell us how we are doing spiritually. You know, a scale like from 1 to 10. Unfortunately, we don't, and it's probably a good thing because it would take our eyes off of Jesus and onto ourselves. The Bible, however, does give us some guidelines to let us know how we are maturing spiritually. First, let's look at what the Bible says about spiritual immaturity and how to tell if we are mature or immature spiritually. If we are spiritually immature, we may have the constant need of teaching instead of being the teacher. Paul gives us insight into this in the book of Galatians chapter 4 when he says to the Galatians, what, am I say- what I am saying is that as long as the heir is a child, he is no different from a slave, although he owns the whole estate. He is subject to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. So also, when we were children, we were in slavery under the basic principles of the world. There comes a time when we must grow up and start to teach others and not just desire to be taught. Of course, we should always have a desire to learn, but putting into practice what we learn is making new converts and new disciples. Secondly, if we are spiritually immature, we won't have the ability to receive strong doctrine. Brothers, I could not address you, Paul said, as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk and not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You know, this brings us to the third sign of our spiritual immaturity, and that is a continuance in primary principles. You know, in Hebrews chapter 5, we are told that, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk and not solid food. If we are spiritually immature, we will stay at one level and never keep learning because we don't desire more and more of God. We can never exhaust the wisdom nor resources of God. Think of that for a minute. God is so big, so awesome, so powerful, so mighty, so all-knowing, so all-wisdom that how could we ever exhaust his knowledge that he wishes to impart to us? The last sign of spiritual immaturity that, um, well, it's probably not the last sign, but one of the last signs I want to share today with you of spiritual immaturity is that that it's our faith will be unstable if we don't continue to mature in the Lord. Ephesians 4.14 makes this very clear where it says that we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. If we are spiritually immature, we won't know what we believe and we will be easily led astray and deceived. Now for the positive side, the side of being spiritually mature. Here are some characteristics of the spiritually mature. 
First, it says, we will put away childish things. We will grow up. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned as a child. And, but when I became a man, I put away childish things behind me. There is a time to start growing up, to put away childish thoughts, motives, and actions behind us. You know, things like um, our anger, acting angry over maybe petty little things that don't even matter, our, our pride, our, uh, just things that get in the way of growing up. You know, holding on to things that that we ought to be able to see with the natural eye, um, that we just keep repeating things that's not um, very mature in our lives. And, and God is telling us, grow up, put away those childish actions. Secondly, we're to cultivate our thought life. Thank God that I don't think uh, like I did 10 years ago. First um, Corinthians fourteen twenty tells us, brothers, stop thinking like children. In regard to evil, be infants, but in your thinking, be adults. Again, we are admonished to grow up, to put away childish thoughts. We are to be infants when it comes to thinking wrong and evil thoughts. But when it comes to the maturity of a Christian, we are to no longer think like children. Thirdly, we will want to partake of the the deeper truths of the gospel. Hebrews 5.14 tells us, But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. To me, this scripture is probably the bedrock of Christian maturity. I love that part where it says, By constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Being spiritually mature means that we are constantly digging in the word to grow. And when we learn a truth, we try to walk in that truth over and over until it becomes a part of our own nature, our spiritual nature. Another sign of spiritual maturity is that we can and we will overcome temptation. 1 John 2.14 tells us, I write to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning. And I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God lives in you, and you have overcome the evil one. We will overcome every temptation because we are spiritually mature, and we know how to access the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives to overcome. It doesn't mean that we won't be tempted, but it does mean that we know that we don't have to succumb to the temptation. Finally, if we are spiritually mature, we will strive to be like Jesus Christ. He will be our ideal. He will be the one we follow and not some preacher on TV or some well-known speaker. But we will look to and acknowledge the Son of God and Jesus as our ideal. It says, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. It will take us a lifetime, beloved, to reach the full spiritual maturity that Christ so desires for us. But let us strive to reach that maturity and be like Jesus, our great example. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team 
and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.